This is a STEAM Channel program on UCTV. Go full STEAM ahead at uctv.tv slash STEAM, where science, technology, engineering, arts, and math converge. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Nicole Assisi, and I am here today with my colleague Shelly Kurtz in our next installment on how to stay sane in these times of unprecedented parenting. Together, Nicole and I have over 30 years of working in education as teachers and as leaders, but our most important job and our favorite is we are um, working parents. So we are now actually homeschooling parents, trying to juggle work and and family all at once. Um, Our goals for these weekly sessions are to provide you with tools and resources to keep your learner thriving and to keep you sane. Indeed, and on that note, Congratulations, you have made it through yet another week of homeschooling and distance learning. Give yourself like some kudos for that. Uh, For some of you, it's been easier, for some of us harder, Um, but hopefully we'll give you some practical tips today on how to make those weeks even more harmonious and sane. And part of what we'll talk about today is building routines and schedules. More specifically, we'll talk about keeping routines managing school time, and give you some ideas for how to structure your days so that screen time isn't your only go-to, though in these days, definitely an acceptable go-to. Let's not be hard on ourselves. So we'll talk about some fun ideas, and to kick us off, let's talk about routines, Shelly. Probably the best way to make your days go smoother is to establish a routine. This might mean waking up the same time every day, going to bed at the same time every day, This will make things easier on you and much easier when things go back to normal and your child returns to school. Keeping a routine is the best way to make days feel shorter. It provides a little bit more structure and it just will go more smoothly. But remember, be flexible. You're gonna have to be flexible. You're not going to be able to follow this same schedule exactly to a T every day because things come up. Be easy on yourself. Just remember, establish a routine but be flexible with it as needed. Make sure you give your kids some autonomy in scheduling. It's a long day for them too. Make sure that they have some choices and that they feel some ownership of the way that the day is going. Brainstorm some fun things to fill time with. I have some friends who have a big jar of ideas and they add ideas to the jars, whatever they think of them, and their kids pull out an idea whenever they're feeling like there's nothing to do or if they have some free time. Little kids like a menu of choices. That's a great idea too. Write down some choices of things they can do and they can choose from that menu. Don't forget to add in your routines the daily things that we have to do like cooking, laundry, cleaning your room, all of those things. That's part of your day and can be part of the routine. Make sure you have lots of breaks, lots of downtime. Here's my daughter's routine and our schedule that we go through in the day. She has something called me time um, where she gets to do whatever she wants. So one thing I am not afraid of and I encourage you to not be afraid of is letting your kids get bored sometimes. It's okay. The struggle is real, especially because we have our kids so scheduled most of the time. Um, But from boredom, some amazing things can blossom. You will see your children starting to get creative. Ingenuity will really bloom if you give some downtime and maybe give them a little chance to be bored now and then. One of the things also that I like to do is to give myself three priorities in a day. 
our family puts sticky notes and we write down three things that we really want to get done each day. Here's mine for the day. This is Elsa's too. Hey, three things is pretty easy to accomplish. So we always have a reason to celebrate and we always feel productive and successful. I think in these days where things feel looser than normal, having some priorities and writing down what you want to do can be really effective. Um, and be sure to model some self-care in those priority lists. I think that it's important that we give our kids the chance to take care of themselves and that we model that by naming that it's important that we take care of ourselves too. There's a lot of things that we can throw in and, and put into our routines each day and we're going to dig in and talk about a little bit more um, in detail. Nicole? Yeah, let's actually start with school schedules. I think by now we have all had a moment of going, my child's teacher is a saint. Um, because they do this five days a week, 180 days a year with about 25 or more students. Um, and here we are one, two, three, maybe four kids. Um, it's hard. Hopefully like some of my friends, you've had a moment of going, wow, my kid just learned so much. I'm doing a really great job because you really are. And um, in those moments, extend some grace to your child's teacher because sometimes working one-on-one -on -one can be easier in terms of the amount of work that you can get done. It can sometimes also be more challenging because you don't have a peer group to rely on. Um, but what you're not trying to do is recreate a seven-hour school day. Maybe by this time, your school has sent you some work to complete. As you look at that list, we want to share some research with you from what recommended times are in terms of how much time you should be spending on schoolwork. 60 minutes for pre-K, 90 minutes for kindergarten to second grade, about 120 minutes for upper elementary, middle school about 180, and for high school it's 270 minutes. Now, during that time, don't try to boil the ocean. Our state superintendent of public instruction actually has said that he will, quote, hold kids harmless. What that means is that students will not be punished or have negative impacts on their grades or on their graduation based on what they can and cannot get done during this time of quarantine. That means make the most of it. Leverage learning opportunities and moments, but also be gentle with yourself and with your family. Times at home can create a lot of stress. It is hard to be a teacher, especially if you've never had the experience of teaching. So here are a couple of things to think about, especially if you have a younger student. You just saw a minute ago Shelly's older child's schedule. She was able to write that by herself. My son is in kindergarten. I created a visual schedule so that David can navigate his schedule as he goes through the day. That way, if I have to pick up a phone call for work or something else happens, he's not totally stopped in his tracks. He can look at his visual schedule. He can figure out something else to do. In our house, he's allowed to move through that schedule in any order he wants to, but he can always look for the pictures and get some things done. So that's just another idea to make the lift a little easier on you so that you don't feel like you have to be on and teaching the whole entire time. Share that lift with your kids. One of the things that I think is important to put into your routine is exercise. Exercise, it's so important for health, for mood, for focus which is actually even more important right now. Keeping ourselves healthy and strong will help us get through this sanely. 
so how are you supposed to get exercise when you're stuck at home? Um, it's, it's the big question, right? Well, some of us are lucky enough to live in an environment where we can and still are allowed to go outside, take a walk around the block, take a bike ride, so long as we're keeping socially uh, distance. So take advantage. If you have the weather and you have the place that you can do that, make sure you take advantage of that. Um, but if you can't, and no, I know there are a lot of people who cannot do that, um, there are lots of online options. For kids, there are is Cosmic Kids Yoga, there is Go Noodle, some of my favorites. Um, and for adults and kids, there are a plethora of free options right now. Coaches and trainers and gyms have been so generous in offering their services. Uh, I know Planet Fitness is doing that. Core Power Yoga is doing that. Fitness Blender is off offering free things. And many instructors on their YouTube channels. It, gives, it makes it easy to do that exercise at home. Um, but I don't always want to be on the screen. And so we do silly things that don't require a screen and don't even require a lot of space. We have dance parties. We play the freeze dance where I turn the music on and off and we dance like crazy when it's on and freeze when it's off. We have uh, balloon volleyball games, which is always a crowd favorite. And my favorite thing, and we do actually do this every day, is we have a challenge game where we challenge each other to how many push-ups or how many sit-ups we can do in a minute or how many jumping jacks in three minutes. Have fun with it. Get our bodies moving. If our bodies are moving, our brains are healthier. That body-brain connection is so important and perhaps even more important right now when we're feeling anxious inside. Get out, get moving. So just like you want to exercise um, sort of your physical body, you need to exercise your mental body. And maybe this is the time where your child will finally fall in love with reading. We know that reading has been on the decline due to technology, but research still shows that reading is the number one skill and success indicator for kids getting into college and being successful in college. So how do you build a reading habit? How do you even access books when you sometimes can't leave your house? Uh, our favorite resource, if you have not stumbled upon it, is Libby. Now, Libby is the online library system. You can download both audiobooks and um, digital books. And research actually shows that the retention of audiobooks and written books that you read is almost equivalent. So great way to get access to some books is through Libby. As you look at books for your child, don't dismiss graphic novels. There's really great reading. It builds the habit. It builds the muscle of reading. And for younger students, one of the resources that I use that I really love is Story Online. It is actors from the Screen Actors Guild coming and reading their favorite children's stories. So not only do they sort of show you the book that they're reading, but the voiceover is just phenomenal and a really, really great tool. So stay reading. Another fun idea could be to network with some of your child's friend and do some reader's theater. What that is, is that you pick a book and students read different sections of a book, take on different characters and read it together. My son's school is actually reading Harry Potter. And so they call it the Hogwarts acting school. And every Wednesday they get online and they read Harry Potter. So much fun. Find a way to fall in love with books, snuggle up with a blanket, get cozy and Read, read, read. You know, building that reading into your routines and your schedules is so important. Um, and I think equally important 
and reading helps with this, uh, turn off the screens at some point during your day. Turn off the news. Do, all that uh, disruption that's happening right now makes it frightening, gives anxiety and anxiousness to a lot of people. Um, and those screens are often, and the news is often filled with terrible things we don't always want to hear. So make time where all those screens are off and you're just communicating with your kiddo. Um, give them opportunities to talk about whatever's on their mind. Um, and I like to ask some open-ended questions. I think it's the best way to get my kids talking. Some of the questions that I think are really fun to ask are things like, what made you laugh out loud today? Um, and then I have to remember to let them answer and have no judgment. Um, because sometimes I want them to say something specific and they won't, you know, of a teenager. So just remember, listen without judgment and ask those open-ended questions. Turn off the TV and have time to connect and communicate. That feels real and isn't filled with all of the bad news of the day. You know, our lives are busy, so sometimes connecting can feel awkward at first. You know, maybe before you were used to getting home right before bedtime, or maybe sometimes, you know, you made it home for dinner, and now you have more time. And that time can be both stressful, but it can also be a gift. So some ways to turn that time into a gift is to think of some fun and silly things to do. And the burden of coming up with those things does not need to solely rest on your shoulders. Um, even our youngest learners can help and brainstorm fun things for the family to do. And that can range from, you know, fun art projects to cooking something fun and getting creative. It can be learning a new hobby. Uh, you know, maybe you had a dream of always traveling to France and maybe you want to learn French. Uh, do something fun and to bring it all together, we've actually linked for you this document that you can see right here that lets you put your whole schedule together. You sort of have the blocks of times that have to happen, you give some structure, and you create some choice. And you create a list of things that you want to do. Finish that puzzle that's been sitting in your closet. You know, put together Legos. Maybe you want to do an art project. List them out so that you don't need to always come up with it on the spot. You know, Shelly was talking about a jar that has ideas in it. Um, also a really great way. List on there connecting with grandparents. Maybe this is the time to teach them to use Zoom or find some other tools to connect with folks. But just try to find some joy. Try to find ways that you can see the time as a gift. Um, because while we don't want to get too ambitious, we want to make the most of the time that we have with our family. So again, um, if you watched our first video, Shelly had to start by sort of taking a, a breath. And that's really important because when we forget to breathe, we create more anxiety and so breathe and, and pause and try to find some fun things and fun ways to connect with your family. I love that we just took a breath because I think maybe the thing I, I want you to remember most of all from this is to try easy and give yourself grace. Social media feeds right now are filled up with parents doing amazing, creative things with their kids, projects, experiments. I've even seen parents teaching their kids to quilt, and that is amazing, and I am so proud of parents who are doing that and so glad that they are having the time and energy and resources to do that, but 
That is not all of our families. And you have to remember, do what's right for you and your family. Don't get into that Pinterest mindset where you feel like it has to be the most creative things or that you're trying to compete with that person on social media. Um, Remember, take this time, make it yours. Do what fits for your life. And remember, just create a flexible routine um, and just try to stick with it but you might not get to, but create it and cross your fingers that you can stick with it a little bit. Manage your day by prioritizing and including a lot of fun things in there. Make time to communicate and connect and try easy. Be easy on yourself. Give yourself grace. These are strange times indeed. So I think that if we all give each other a break and remind ourselves to give ourselves a break, we're all in this together. Thanks everyone for joining us.